worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. So here we go. You better buckle up, buttercup. And a whole new attitude to your afternoon. I want to know what's going on, and I want to know right now. You know, two dudes talking sports. And you two will be awesome. Live from News Talk 1480 WHBC. It's a household name. Who the hell are you? It's the Kenny and JT Show. Have a great show. Because we are coming to you live from the corner of 6th and Market, downtown Canton. 36 degrees. And you know something, Kenny? I'm still upset. Even though I had a great time last Thursday at the state high school football championship game between Hoban and Maslin, I'm Mm. still ticked off that I had to miss light up downtown Canton. Well, you you gotta pick and choose, man. You can't be you. You don't have uh, a doppelganger or a twin, or you can't uh, teleport yourself from one place to the other like they did on Star Trek. You got to pick one or the other, man. You couldn't be at both, and I got to tell you, I've seen the pictures from downtown Canton, and we know what it was like at Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium. I don't think you could go wrong in either facility. I mean, both Centennial places Plaza, were lit up, right? Centennial Plaza was fantastic. I saw the pictures and videos of the fireworks. Uh, the big guy, and I'm not talking about Santa, Matt Fantone from uh, Mix 94. <laughs> was there? You know, they talked about this, too. I don't know if I told you this. They what? talked about if there would ever be another uh, Elf movie, okay? Because yeah. you see yeah. these reboots all the time. Who would mm-hmm. be cast as the next Will Ferrell Elf character? Because Will Ferrell apparently says he wouldn't do it. Fantone, man. He's just as tall. I mean, he's a nine-foot elf. Get him. Put him to yeah. work. He's only been here for a couple of months. Can he act, though? I know he can do a radio no, show. Can he act? No. I don't know. I'm singing. That's the question. I'm in a store, and I'm singing. Good point. The answer is no. Forget about it. <laughs> He's an angry he can't, he can't act. <laughs> there ain't no way that Fantone can I act. i got to watch that. I haven't he watched it He couldn't act his too. way out of a paperback. Hey, I think it's coming to... We'll have to look it up. Brian, if you get a chance, look up uh, campalace.org and see if Elf is playing at the palace. Call me Elf one more time. He's an angry elf. <laughs> Could you imagine going back to an old theater like the Palace and mm. watching all of those classic movies on the big screen? It'd be pretty cool, man. Christmas right? Vacation, Home Alone. Yeah. Uh, what's the one with Bruce Willis? Bruce uh, Die Hard. Yeah, that's a that's oh, hey, it's a it's Christmas about that movie. Time. Let's Nakatomi start the argument. Plaza. Let's start the argument. Is it or is it not a Christmas movie? I say it is. Ho oh, I don't care. Ho ho. Remember Hans Gruber? Yes. That was his famous line in there. Ho, ho, I guess that makes it a Christmas movie. Yes, Brian. It Uh, does. uh, Elf will be playing at the Palace Theater December 18th at 7.30. December 18th. What day is a week? Let me see. December 18th is a Monday. Which days of the week on their websites? I know. I hate that. It's a Monday. How much? Uh, Ten bucks. See if we can get Maria Paxos on the phone. Call her right Get all now. the Christmas movies. Yeah, get all the, the holiday movies Maria for people Patches. to go to the theater Check and actually see, watch. See if we can call, let me see. And, and uh, while, you're, while you're doing that, the next night, the 19th, oh. Home Alone, uh, the Wait. 20th, it's it's a wonderful life. Mary, Mary, it's yeah. me, George Bailey. It's not. And, it's uh, Georgia Paxos. Uh, Maria is her cousin. Brian, try this phone number right now. See if we can call her. Here. Here's my phone. Oh, geez. Wow, you're all over that. We're going to get this uh, to the bottom of this. 
at the that with. Palace Theater. <laughs> we missed a big concert there last Friday. Yeah, yeah, big, big, big Dominican. They had a big holiday uh, concert. It was guys from all these old rock bands. You know, everybody wants to do a Trans-Siberian Orchestra all of a sudden. You want me to call now? Hey, yeah, why call not? Him. With all the success they had, Let's right? See if we get Georgia hey, hey. on. And how much uh, money they're making over it. What is it? You got Mannheim Steamroller, yes. right? And Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Those are the two big ones. Mariah Carey in concert. Oh, I yeah. Oh, what's... Tomorrow night. Oh, really? Cher. Cher is still doing concerts? Cher's doing a holiday tour, I believe. Mariah Carey's so... tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. And who's the who's the uh, the crooner dude? What's his name, that crooner dude that sings? Buble. Yes, that's that's the guy. He's, yes. he's he he carries a good tune when it comes to uh, that, he's like Frank Sinatra, man. Difference he carries is this, a good tune. He's still relevant though. He can tour. He doesn't have to do just Christmas. He normally does a Christmas special on TV. Okay, all right. But they're not as relevant so anymore. They have to do a whole tour. And Mariah Carey, she is now the Queen of Christmas. The Queen of yes. Christmas. She's dubbed herself what that. The happened, Queen of Christmas. What happened to your career? Yeah, she's hey, she's still making how much money off that oh, one Christmas song? Sixty million dollars, whatever it? it is. No. I can't stand her. But um yeah, I know. Uh, I I, there are now. three right. there are three Christmas or holiday uh movies or shows that okay. I watch every year without fail. Well, I think Number one I know one of them. Can I guess? Is, yeah, I guess. Because today actually happens to be the anniversary of one. What? Fifty nine years ago today, it's nineteen sixty four. Are you born yet? Uh, 1960. Uh, yes, no. I was born. Yeah, you were. Yeah, I was. Yeah. 59 years ago today, you and your swaddling clothing. Yes. Was watching Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. What's so funny about the way I talk? Rudolph is having his growing pains too. Aren't you gonna laugh at my nose too? Rudolph. The 59 Red years ago today, 1964, it aired on NBC. Now, if you fast forward and it's on NBC again this year. I yeah. can't watch it. Thanks, DirecTV. <laughs> That's my all-time favorite. Yes. All right. Have to watch. She thinks I'm cute. My all-time. And, of course, we can't forget Hermie. I want to be a dentist. Love it. And so that's my all-time favorite. So, yes, that that is a must-watch yeah. every single year. Okay, well, what are those things? Are they puppets? Is uh, it a cartoon? A, a, animation. Is that animation or is that cartoon? I think they're puppets. I think it's like that stop animation. It's a puppet. Yeah. You move it. Can you imagine how long it must have taken them to film that? Oh, jeez. Back then? And by the way, I was uh, 11 months years old when that came out. Nice. <laughs> so that's one. Then you want to guess right. my other two? Yes. Go ahead. These are all as we were children, or can some of them be movies? Or now, whatever. Just whatever favorite Christmas movie, TV well, show you would watch. One's got to be Crapper's Full, Clark. Yeah, it's got to be absolutely. Christmas vacation. That's the second one, and then there's one more we already talked. Oh, we about. We said Elf. Oh, yeah. Those are the three. Every year, gotta watch those three, and then if it's on while I'm flipping yeah. channels, ho, ho, yeah. ho. Mm -hmm. Gotta watch Die Hard. Those are the four. Then not a big fan of the Home Alone movies. You see, he just Me got neither. his uh, his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. If that movie was any good, why did it take that long? Macaulay Culkin's seventy years old by now. <laughs> How old is he? Seven. He said, hang out you know with Michael else? Jackson. Michael Jackson been dead for 15 years. Yes, I know. You know who else just got his uh, star on the Walk of Fame? Mario Lopez. What? I don't know. Did he? I don't know. I don't it's know. just a guess. Oh, I thought you I thought you. <laughs> I don't know why that came <laughs> like, wow. Mario Lopez. Saved by uh, the Bell. 
only want to be with you. You know how hard that is? Hootie. Hootie got his star. Well, he should. It's overdue. You know how hard it is to lie on a trivia question? I mean, if I asked you a trivia question, you could lie really yeah. quick and make it, you know, like sell it. Like Brian yeah. does when he thinks he's no, right about something. Yeah, you really try to sell it. it and you go, are you sure? And he goes, let me check. Well, you always I can sell it. Go ahead and ask me yeah, a question. Yeah, you can sell it. You can make ask me, me a trivia question, head. Brian. Go ahead. Any football trivia question. Go ahead. Football. Yep. Anything. Uh, who wore number 73 for the 1982 Houston Oilers? Rosie Greer. Next question. Career. See, that's how you sell it, man. Next. You want to go? Go ahead. I dare you. Ask Next another one. Question. Uh, who led the New York Giants in sacks in 1988? Alex Karras. Next question. Sound like Mike Ditka. I, I could do it. Yeah, Ditka. Go. Ask the trainer. Next. Yeah. By Next the way, question. Yeah. I, I reached out to Eric Longwell, Aiden's father, today because we had okay. Aiden on yesterday and we were talking. This is a great segue. We were talking about the Guardians. They win the draft lottery, which is only two. Did you know it's only two years old now? Yeah. Pirates won last year. Guardians won this year. I think it's the greatest thing. I think it should be like that every year. They had a 2% chance of getting the number one overall pick. So I wanted to reach out and see someone who just came out of that, you know, college baseball and high school baseball uh, lifestyle, so to speak. Yeah. So I asked uh, Eric, because we failed to ask Aiden, we didn't even know the draft lottery was yesterday, who stands out? Right. I mean, you guys have seen everyone. You guys have traveled and you've played A, single A, whatever A ball that Aiden's been in this entire past year. But you would think yeah. coming out of Kent State, you would know who the number one pick could be. No yeah. idea. They went well, through the exact same list that we had yesterday. Okay. And you can Google it anywhere you want. And no one really stands out, as right now anyway, because the season hasn't started, who could be the phenom? I mean, when you think about basketball, how long did you talk about that kid from France? Yeah, Wembenyama. is going to be the greatest. Zion Williamson going to be the greatest. LeBron James. I don't think you have that player in baseball right now. No, that's the problem. There isn't a Bryce Harper or a Alex Rodriguez, Mm. or a Ken Griffey Jr., a generational player in this draft from high school or the college ranks. Mm. So, you know, remember when it was all great when uh, the Cavaliers got that that draft lottery win and they selected Anthony Bennett that year? Well, there wasn't Uh. a great player that year. And from what I've read so far, right? Yeah. This... Hey, they'll take it, but this may not be the year you wanted to have or get lucky with the first overall pick where there's a no-brainer selection. Two years ago, the Orioles took, I believe, I want to say a short shortstop. Or yeah. a, a, I forget the kid's name. I brought it up yesterday. But I saw that he's going to have a chance to make the big league team. Now, we know they already have a catcher. And I believe he was drafted number one overall or close to it in the first round in 2019. He played on the same college team as Stephen Kwan, and he's an all-star, I believe. Is he? I think he was an all-star. Okay, all right. Well, I I did some digging, right? Um, This Nick Kurtz guy from Wake Forest, first baseman, right? Uh, Let's see. He hit 24 homers as a sophomore while Mm -hmm. walking more than he struck out. I like that. He plays a quality first base. I like that. You know how that – that means a little bit more at the baseball level because it's one thing yeah. to not strike out with a metal bat. It's another thing to hit a home run with a metal bat. Does it equate? If you hit 24 home runs in college with a metal bat, ping, 
Do yeah. you do the same with Wood? I, does you know what? And again, I'm talking about you know one of the best in the game right now. Um, but when, when you look back on it, um, you know all we heard about when you know he was coming out and before uh, who drafted. Um, um, I, I mentioned his God out of who? sight, out of mind already. From um, he's with Bryce the Phillies Harper. now. Yeah, yeah, Harper. I remember him hitting home runs like 515 yeah. feet with the aluminum bat. Right? Uh-huh. They showed him in Las Vegas where he was playing or something as a high school kid, just winning home run derbies and crushing the ball. And you're like, okay, that's great. You know, it, it transferred for him. But he's one of the best players, mm-hmm. right? Of all, you know, uh, in, in recent memory, that was the first overall pick. Now this Kurtz guy, I got to see. I thought somebody told me he's a big dude. Did, did you? Is this I, kid yeah, like? Six, I don't care. Five? But if he is, I want to take a look at it long and hard because the last thing I need is another six foot outfielder. Yeah, I, I don't need. Oh yeah, six five two thirty five. He's twenty wow. years old. Plays first base. Okay. Uh-huh. So in two years at Wake Forest, Nick Kurtz has played 110 games and has 39 home runs and 125 RBIs. So I, mm. I'm definitely looking at this guy because what do they lack the most? They lack power. They have mm. nobody uh, besides, in my opinion, all right, besides Jose Ramirez and uh, Josh Naylor that can hit the ball out of the mm-hmm. ballpark with regularity. You know nobody. what else? You know what else they yeah. lack? A really good defensive first baseman. Everyone who played first base, with the exception of Josh Bell, had never really played the position. I mean, even Naylor had just learned it a year or, year or so ago. I, I want, I need a defensive first baseman, not somebody who's learning the position. Bryce Harper, I want moved a first, first baseman that hits home runs. Well, I that's don't care fine. What he but does. Bryce, I'm going to tell you something. That Calhoun lost you at least two games by not being able to dig out a ball at first. The problem, the difference here is the fact that he's not as good. Nobody's going to ever confuse him. With Bryce Harper. <clears throat> when they moved Bryce Harper from the outfield to first base, they didn't skip a beat. That dude learned that position overnight. Yeah, he's just a baseball player, man. So Thank you. Um, that, that's what I – so we'll see. Uh, and how about this? Coming up, I reached out to uh, our buddy Jensen Lewis, former nice. uh, Guardians closer uh, and now an analyst on Bally's for the Guardians. Uh, he will join us at 4.30 to talk about the draft lottery. Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah, we got him today at nice. 4.30. Uh, so he'll come on and talk about that. Um, and uh, I did some research, too. We're going to give you some names a little later on of former first-round picks. And you've got to go all the way back, JT, if we're looking for an outfielder who meant uh, you know, anything at the big league level for the Guardians mm-hmm. in the first round. You've got to go back all the way to 1991 mm-hmm. since they've had an impact Jeez. outfielder uh, in the first round of the draft. Wow. And if it makes you sleep better tonight, Bryce Harper was drafted by the Washington Nationals. Yeah, we know that. That's it. Yeah, mm-hmm. then he went to Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. My bad. They had Strasburg and uh, Bryce Harper uh, in Washington. And what you know, of the two, Harper's, you know, the more accomplished guy. Strasburg's been okay. And I have this plaque of uh, Steven Strasburg, first pick. And I got some, uh, what is it? it, it uh, a pitching rubber that was shredded uh, from his first ever game that he pitched mm-hmm. in, right? Now, if that would have been a bat from the first ever game that Bryce Harper, you know, played in and they shredded that bat, that would have been a good item, neighbors, but mm-hmm. not as valuable now. So I, I got it's like my rookie LeBron card. I got the one that has Darko Milicic on it mm-hmm. instead of Dwayne Wade, right? I go from having a five hundred dollar right. card or a, a fifteen hundred dollar card to a five hundred dollar card because of Darko. You go to a trivia question. 
You go from having a lot of money to a trivia question. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Great. I mean, it nice. was. They had three. They they had these perforated rookie cards when LeBron came out, and yeah. it had three little individual uh, players on there. Yeah. And I got LeBron, Chris Bosh, and Darko Milicic instead of LeBron, Chris Bosh, and Dwayne Wade. Right. Got screwed. <laughs> it's my luck. Just like my gambling this past weekend. Yeah, Not was, a good week yeah, uh, with the, the betting apps. Yep. <laughs> Not a good week uh, at all. Hey, did uh, the Browns announce a starting quarterback yet today? I haven't heard anything. What do you think? No, well, I don't. Hey, let, do, do we know? <laughs> Stefanski spoke. Did anybody ask him? Brian, do you have any sound from uh, today's press conference with yeah. Kevin Stefanski on uh, who's starting this week against Jacksonville? Go ahead, play it. We'll see how it goes this week. Uh, Dorian's still in the protocol, but he's working his way through. And that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, thanks for nothing. <laughs> so, no. Jeez. We don't know who the starting quarterback is. Oh, okay, no. there you go. Yeah, I, I, I <laughs> the fans, and that's all I got to say about that. Yeah, yeah, that's what. Why, why do no. they feel the need that it's obvious to all of us, right? Mm-hmm. After watching just one game, and yes, I, I, they lost. Like I said yesterday, he threw a horrible interception. But up to that point, right? Joe Flacco played three quarters of football at the quarterback position better than. Uh, Kid Dynamite, DTR, have played in a full game, in five games, or whatever it is. So even though I'm not a Flacco guy, I will take him over P.J. Walker, over Dorian Thompson-Robinson for the rest of this year. That's how bad those guys are and why I'd go with the veteran Flacco. This is another trivia question, because if so, I've got an easy answer to this one. Well, okay, what? Because it makes more sense naming a quarterback on Wednesday than running a triple flea flicker on Sunday. Look who you're thinking about. You're talking about Kevin Stefanski. No wonder nothing's easy for this man. Why would he make a decision today unless, you know, we're going to keep you off guard? Well, well good, because if I'm uh, Jacksonville, I'm licking my chops hoping that you yeah. start the rookie. Absolutely. Oh, God, yes. Their defense, they got to no be pissed brainer. at themselves for the way they played against Cincinnati right. the other night. And they lost that game after Sunshine went down with that ankle injury. So, they, hey, if they go out there on Sunday and DTRs at quarterback, man, oh, they can't wait to take out their frustrations yeah. on the rookie. The other thing is this. You know what keeps the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars up late at night? What's that? <laughs> How am I going to defend that triple reverse flea flicker? <laughs> Do we have a defense for that? That's what Doug Peterson's concerned with. (laughs) Do you know this? Doug Peterson and Jim Schwartz were together in Philly the year they won the Super Bowl. So who has the edge there? Is Is it Doug Peterson, the head coach of the Jaguars? Or is it the defensive coordinator of the Browns, Jim yeah. Schwartz? They're going to be matching wits this week. Hard weekend. to say because we've got different talent on the defense. The offense usually runs about the same thing. But defenses change depending upon who your talent is. And let's face it, this defense has been pretty lousy with no Denzel Ward on it, right? And yeah. hopefully he practices today and is able to go the entire game on Sunday because we've seen one thing. Well, actually, we've seen two things. We know this team defensively plays lousy on the road, and it plays even worse without Denzel. So if he can play Sunday, it gives you your best chance because, again, you don't know what you're going to get out of Miles Garrett. He doesn't look healthy to me. Yeah, the rest of the season, right? That, that's that Baker Mayfield injury where he's going to try and put a device on it or tape it up with that rock tape. 
and uh, see how much he can give you. But he's obviously not mm-hmm. 100% based on what we saw last week. Yeah. And unless he rests it, right, it's not going to get to 100%. He's going to try and play through it. So we'll see. Yeah, I'm not I, I, I lock him up in one of those big things. hyperbaric chambers or something the entire week. I don't know. I don't know what they do. Uh, well, I'm looking at this schedule. Chicago, Houston, New York, Cincinnati to close it out. Now this Browning kid all of a sudden looked like the second coming of uh, Tom Brady in, in beating Jacksonville mm-hmm. the other night. I don't know if he can maintain that level of play, but uh, if it's C.J. Yeah. Beathard this weekend, you better beat Jacksonville. You should beat Chicago. Um, Houston, that's going to be a tough one because mm-hmm. playing a different C.J., right, yeah. uh, is, is playing very well. Uh, the Jets, they're going back to the, the Wilson kid at quarterback, at least for this week, right? Well, uh, So that, that should be a victory at home, and you owe them for last year, and then Cincinnati to close A couple it out. of things. Jacksonville may be without their quarterback. They are without one of their wide receivers. So you're going to have an advantage there. The Browns are, are favored at home. Uh, going up against the Bears, nothing's ever a gimme, but you should really beat that team. After that... It's a crapshoot. Now, we know C.J. Stroud lost his number one receiver, but they've got a number of receivers there, and that team's playing out of their minds right now, and they're playing with nothing to lose. Do the Browns start to tighten up right now because all year long they've been above the 500 mark, and maybe they start to feel a little pressure right now? This is the home stretch. Maybe they do. And another thing that's really obvious was this. They took the reins off that kid in Cincinnati, and he was throwing the ball downfield with a lot of success. But when C.J. Beathard came in, you noticed that offense did the same thing we did when we put in DTR. Short passes, screen passes. Defense didn't have enough time to really respond to it because he didn't play the full game. I would have to imagine that if Beathard is their quarterback, Jim Knowles has a defense figured out, and he's not going to get beaten by a short passing game. Yeah, I... Look how it worked against looked, Pittsburgh. When we started yeah. off against Pittsburgh, first half, looked like, DTR, man, this kid's okay. He's going to be fine. Then all of a sudden in the second half, they, yeah. they made their uh, differences. They, 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 adjustments. they made their adjustments to Pittsburgh, and nothing seemed to work until that last series where they finally started to try to throw the ball down the field, had limited success, but at least enough to win Ooh. that game. All right. Does this benefit the Browns or hurt the Browns what? Sunday? Cloudy with periods of rain. High near 46. Winds 15 to 25 miles an hour. Chance of rain 90% on Sundays. Does that help or hurt the Browns? Only the kicking game. Joe Flacco has played in crap before. He played over in Baltimore. I think it helps him because I think it might force him to run it more than Stefanski wants to. Well, he's not going to throw the ball 44 times. Hey, never say never with Stefanski. He (laughs) he wants to. You know what? He thinks he can beat Mother Nature. The, I'll show you Mother Nature. Sure. Here, here Bring 25-mile-an-hour winds. Give me 25-mile-an-hour winds. Gale force winds. Give me the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. I'll run a triple flea flicker at you. <laughs> Don't put anything we, past we, the we, fans. we played that song the other day when you were off, by the way. Get you goomy. Down goes Flacco. Come on. <laughs> I love that song, man. It really Great depresses record. the hell out we of talked me. talked about it. That thing. You missed yeah. it. Great record. We're done already in this first segment? Yeah, Holy cow, that flew so. by. Well, guess what we're going to talk? We're going to switch gears. Good. You know what we're talking about next? 
Oh, pow. pow. It's pow time. That's right. It's pow time. Sweet pow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk yeah. Cavs basketball. Yeah. They're back in action yeah. tonight. As if the Browns aren't frustrating enough, we have to talk about Cavalier basketball now? Hey, they've won seven of their last ten games. Did you know that? Yes. They're seven and three They're in their last They're 11 and nine. Ten. They play. If you watch good teams, you watch that uh, in-season tournament. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll see what Mr. Powell Tim Alcorn has to say about the Cavaliers, the radio voice of the Wine and Gold, joins us next on the Kenny and JT Show. Look out, pal! It's Kenny and JT on WHBC.